Republicans officially kicked off their presidential nominating process uh, today. Republicans are in a fierce competition as they've crisscrossed all of Iowa's 99 counties ahead of today's caucus. Prominent Republicans have made extensive uh, uh, efforts to court uh, Iowans, uh, but going into the caucuses, former President Donald Trump, uh, many have said, was maintaining a substantial lead over Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy, and also former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley. Here are some of their comments over the weekend. Some people uh, have underestimated the extent where there's fluidity with this. You know, someone's like, yeah, you know, I like Trump, but so give him a reason to support me. And that could be the difference. So I think you're going to see some fluidity in the caucus sites itself. The caucus will be uh, filled with a lot of great people. I say, if you're single, you'll probably meet your future husband or wife. You can't sit home, even if you vote and then pass away. It's worth it. Trump, among other things, uh, says that you're not tough enough to be president. How do you interpret that? I find it comical because when I was at the U.N., he always used to tell people, don't mess with her. She's tough. And look, I was tough as a governor. You know, I took on, you know, whether it was like passing the toughest illegal immigration law in the country, everybody that's ever worked for me or worked with me, no one ever questions my toughness. He's saying this because now he knows he's in trouble. Well, it looks like the results have been coming in, and I'm just looking at some news reports. And uh, to my understanding, Associated Press says Donald Trump has won Iowa's lead-off presidential caucus there in Ottawa. Joining me now to talk about the issue is Reggie Cicchini, Global News Washington correspondent. Reggie, are you uh, hearing the same? Uh, yeah, most of the major networks, uh, along with the Associated Press, have called uh, the the night for Donald Trump. The, the question here, Jazz, is going to be how much is that margin going to be? No Republican contender has ever taken more than 41 uh, percent of the vote. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of votes that need to be counted. So we'll be watching for that. Uh, this ultimately now makes it uh, a race for number two. Second is going to be incredibly important in that state. And I think now that Trump has been declared winner, the shift goes to, is this a race for Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis to lose? If uh, Mr. DeSantis uh, doesn't uh, uh, place in second, uh, what does this mean for his campaign? Well, I mean, the, 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 the Florida governor has spent millions upon millions of dollars uh, in this state uh, campaigning, even though some of his super PACs have uh, you know, seen some departures and they've had financial issues. He has put all of his eggs into um, one basket. He has next to no support uh, in, in New Hampshire. So Iowa is crucial for DeSantis. If he doesn't win this, um, you know, knowing full well that he is likely going to come in a potential third in New Hampshire, um, you know, eyes will be on South Carolina. We understand that the governor's campaign is already eyeing South Carolina. He heads there tomorrow after the vote today. Um, but if this is a if this is a, a, a third place finish for DeSantis, um, you know, some people that I've talked to in the Republican circles have said this could essentially be the end if he's in a second place finish. The question will be, what is the margin to Donald Trump? If it's too wide, again, does that send donors from uh, from DeSantis to another camp? Uh, does And what will it mean for Nikki Haley uh, if she ends up in third place, potentially? Many have said that, look, she could be the establishment candidate. Brothers said that, she, you know, she has to place well uh, here. A third place finish, what would it mean for her? Um, a third place finish for Nikki Haley, uh, you know, will be disappointing to her campaign. But again, it's going to be what the numbers are. Is it closer to Ron DeSantis if he's in second place? Is it far off? You know, we have to wait to see. But remember, when we head into New Hampshire uh, in, a, in about 10 days from now, 
Um, Nikki Haley uh, has the gov- has the endorsement of Governor Chris Sununu in, in, in New Hampshire. So, you know, there may be a bit of, uh, you know, of a number shift between Iowa and New Hampshire. But ultimately here, a third place for anybody uh, is ultimately going to be concerning. You, what you said just a minute ago, Jazz, is that, you know, Nikki Haley was considered the establishment candidate. Mm-hmm. I think that that is a comment that is now. Um, being flipped around in that Republic, the old school conservative Republican doesn't really exist anymore. And Donald Trump and, and his Republican Party is the new establishment. And that's based on some of the exit polling that CNN had earlier tonight, Jazz, showing that more than 60 percent of those asked believe that Joe Biden is not the legitimate president in the United States. That is a signal of what the new establishment Republican is. Um, For Donald Trump, who uh, has significant amount of charges against him, uh, has a lot of time in courts, uh, he's already spent a lot of time in court, and has more time to spend in court, Uh, what's his game plan moving forward? He hasn't showed up to a lot of, uh, I don't think he showed up to any official Republican debate, he hasn't had to, and yet here he is winning decisively, many believe. Uh, What's his game plan moving forward? I mean, look, he has a good ground campaign. I I mean, Donald Trump participated not only in no debates on the Republican side here, but in very few actual events in Iowa until the last uh, week and a half or so. He's he's essentially been missing in action, leaving it to the the surrogates to go out um, and work the circuit throughout Iowa. But again, I think that speaks to where the Republican Party is now. He is the establishment. He has the name. He has a record. And he has a, a mantra that people believe and buy into. Um, and, and I think what he's looking at down the road here, despite the fact that he's facing these legal challenges and he's turned them into a bit of a campaign opportunity, um, you know, he's going to be looking at Iowa to see, number one, did he flip suburban voters? Number two, is he able to pull in moderate or independent voters more so than he did uh, in 2016, uh, in 2020, 2016, obviously, he lost the state of Iowa to Ted Cruz. So his, his game plan down the road could shift based on what his numbers are by the end of the night. But nothing is standing in his way, um, including uh, another court case, which is set to take place in New York City tomorrow. There you go. Well, it's going to be an interesting 2024 uh, with a few more races, of course. And of course, the big show later this fall. Reggie, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you.